What the fuck is up, everybody? We're back. Episode six. We're doing this remotely. Uh, we're actually recording this Sunday morning before Super Bowl Sunday. As many of you guys know, Jose has a love life. I do not. So we're working to protect that. We love you, Alyssa. I love you. Um, so that way, Jose can spend uh, he can spend Valentine's Day with his lovely girlfriend. And I can pick out on pizza and do whatever the fuck I want and have no commitments to anything. Um, we have we like we I said we want some pizza still though. What's up? <laughs> I said I said I would love some pizza too. I know, but like you you'll be in love with the person across from who you're eating pizza with. I'll just be in love with the pizzas I'm inhaling. Um, no. Uh, so like we said, we're, we're 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 doing this remote. We're not saying we're not stopping the doing the shows together. It's just like like we said this week, the schedule is a little bit difficult. Uh, we're working, you know, we're working with some with some barriers. So we're going to do this remotely today. Um, this is the morning of Super Bowl Sunday. We don't know what happened. Jose and I made our picks. We're not we, we don't I don't know how this episode is going to turn out, guys. Like we're going to we, well, obviously, Jose and I are going to record a record a spot about recapping the Super Bowl. Um, I really have no idea what the fuck's going to happen. Yeah, am I am I allowed to change my pick? I think I think over the span of these last four or five days, I've significantly changed my mind. You picked the. I know Bengals, that's not. Right? I know that's not kosher. Yeah, I picked the Bengals. Just gotta throw uh, that in there real quick. But I, okay, I, I don't know. Jose's Jose's changing. Starting, starting to feel like the Rams jump on the bandwagon. I don't know if it's full. All right. I mean, we'll get into it. Jose just changed his pick. Um, we're both taking the Rams. We'll Fun see what happens. Fun Nah, 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 Breaking nah. news. Um, so we're gonna recap everything that happened in the NBA this past week, the trade deadline. Holy fucking shit. A lot of stuff happened. Ben Simmons is free from Philadelphia, or you know, Philadelphia lost what? a crybaby, depending on what how, depending on how you look at it. The Knicks suck. The Knicks fucking suck. We're gonna talk about it. And MLB just continues to say, Hey, listen, like it's like a kid, like, hey, listen, I learned how to pee in the potty but i didn't learn how to poop in the potty like it's like a, great so like you're saying that like we're almost there but it's still a fucking mess because you're fucking this up i don't know man i'm fucking sick of it we're gonna we're gonna get into all of this today like we said we i don't know how we're gonna i don't know how this episode is gonna work we'll have a better idea of it when we record uh the super bowl recap but uh we appreciate you guys rocking with us jose what's up bud not much man looking forward to the big game today um, you know, we'll see what happens. Like I said before, I think I'm, I think I'm starting to feel another direction now. I'm starting to think that the, the star talent that these Rams have, I was hearing some people talk about how McVeigh's going to be like plotting in a corner, scheming up to make up for his, uh, his loss three years ago when he was completely out coached by Belichick. Yep. It's kind of a redemption game. And, you know, I feel like I can't vote against that. I, so I don't you, know man. if I would take the points. I think the line's still at four for that game, but it I, is. I think it's still I would four. Just like the Rams in, in, a, in a nail biter. I think it'll still be a very close game, but I think that they'll be the ones to pull it off. Also, I was, I know we said we were going to kick it off with basketball, but, um, but we have, we haven't, we haven't hit the music yet. So it's not kicked off yet. We have not hit the music yet. That's not, going to hit the music and then we'll get back to this. I think we need to. Because we it need, we need to rock it needs people need to rock with us and need to be in the mood to rock with us. Yes. Right, so Jose, get the people going. You good? Gets the people going. All right. So Jose, you good? 
I'm good. Hit the music. Why don't you talk tonight? Drugs got me sweating, but the room getting colder. Looking at the devil and the angel on my shoulder. Lean with me, pop with me. Get high with me if you rock with me. Smoke with me, drink with me, lean with me, pop with me. Get high with me if you rock with me. All right, we're back. I put my I microphone. I, I put my microphone by the speaker, hoping that you. Would oh. hear but I think great. I I have a horrible feeling. I just fucked up the audio, so we may need, we may need to recut that <laughs> in, the, in the next when we do the when we do. Uh, it's gonna sound like double laps. Yeah. Oh fuck! All right, well we'll figure it out. It's a little Super Bowl Sunday special. I know, man. It's awesome. The Philly Philly special rock with this pod edition. So I feel like we should we should do this pod. We should do this part of the pod, like airing our grievances. Like have you have you ever seen Seinfeld? I'll say, yeah, uh, no. Okay, no. so fe- that Mr. Costanza, the crazy Mr. Costanza. For those of you who listen, to, who who watch Seinfeld, you know uh, George Costanza's father, Frank, is a fucking crazy person. I I, I relate with him a lot, actually. If you can believe that, um, he has a uh, he has a holiday. It's December twenty third, where you come and you air your grievances, and then you you sit and you eat. I've heard of the airing of grievances. So even as a non-sifo watcher. I think I both I think both of us as disgruntled New York basketball fans, I think we should air our grievances. And being that the Nets trajectory just completely skyrocketed and left the Knicks in the dust, I feel like it's only proper that I lead that I let you lead off with uh shipping the shipping off of uh, Mr. James Harden. Which you know, Steve. I thought Steve Nash was like, "Yo, this isn't gonna happen." No, absolutely not. Like we're like he, he's here. We're not making atrocious, it. right? I know. Completely misled, lied to. Uh, we I, were on here less than so, a week ago, dude. We were, and and we both. Did you say what was your take on it? Did you say he was gonna get traded? Because I know I said I that I didn't think so. I I like. I, really, I don't think I don't think I don't think I offered a t- I don't think I offered a take of it. My 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 cross to carry was trading Julius Randle, which the Knicks didn't fucking do. Um, yeah, that was a heavy burden. But now let me let me ask you this because I think this is interesting. Do you think Steve Nash just said that to be? Do you think Steve Nash said that just to be like, yo, fuck you? I don't know what's gonna happen myself. Or do you think like management made the decision and told Steve Nash like, hey, this is what's happening? Uh, I think that decision fell on the hands of Sean Marks and Kevin Durant, mm-hmm. and then right. Steve Nash just so happened to also be in the room. Right. I don't think hey. you're making any of those decisions about it, but from, from that article that I sent you, they were saying that um, you know Kevin Durant and Ben Simmons had been in contact for some time. Right. He had already spoken to Sean Marks. They had you know discussed with him the possibility of moving Harden for him. It's just right. that the talks to like actually pull off the trade, the details of it didn't come together until like the closing hours of, of the uh, you know the final hours of the trade deadline. Right. So, so they had been talking, and apparently Ben Simmons was completely like thrilled. He was like very thankful, appreciative. Well, yeah, he ha- he has nineteen he million dollars in fines this year. I'm sure he would have been happy to go to Portland. Could be, but I think the fact that you have Kevin Durant throws a little bit of gravy on it. You know, yeah. if you're playing on a sick team now, you're instantly in another title contender. Um, and hopefully you're somewhere that you'll be embraced. Like I don't know if you saw Patty Mills say that he was he has his back, yeah. But they have the they have the they have the Aussie connection. I love that. 
I, I that was so on un, un, I mean, it's obvious now that I know it, but I would have never guessed that. Yeah. But that's awesome. Right. Um, so as far I, as what, like looking ahead, I think we both agree it looks kind of positive for them. I, I think you, Seth Curry. I think you guys made out like nice fucking piece. bandits. You guys made out like yeah, fucking and bandits. And we got two picks on top of it. You basically, you, you got back what you gave up for Harden plus a lot. Well, we gave up three or four picks for Harden. It was a pretty steep. Plus Jared Allen, plus Karis LeVert. So now Cleveland is like Brooklyn 2.0, Brooklyn Light. Right. I'll, I rock with them, though. If, if the Nets don't go anywhere, but that's a different conversation. That's a different but, conversation uh, to have in like April. But no, I think this sets the Nets up nicely. Because think about it. If, if a year from now, if everything goes to hell, and Duran and Kyrie both say, well, Kyrie leaves, right, because his contract expired. And Kevin says, you know what, Kyrie's out. That it's just me and Ben now, because this is otherwise a team of aging roster, like minimum wage veterans. Yeah. He could easily force his way out. And then you got Ben Simmons to build around with two additional picks. I'll take my chances with that. It should speed up a pro- the process. You know? Um. The only thing I, the only thing I find very interesting, have you, I've heard, I've weirdly been hearing, and I don't, I don't know if you heard this, have been hearing the same shit I have. I've been hearing that they're anticipating Kyrie coming back to Brooklyn because they think that the mask mandates are going to be dropped. I haven't, I haven't heard anything about that, but like, that's something that I just keep weirdly hearing. And, but one thing I thought about when you, when you got Ben Simmons is like, now you have a point guard at home. Like you had like, you know, he, He's six eight, yeah, but he's essentially he's essentially a giant point guard. He just can't right. shoot. I heard, oh man, who's was I listening to? Oh, JJ Redick. I think right. I sent it to you. JJ Redick said that uh, the best way that the Nets could run this offense is with Ben Simmons as a center point guard. Right. Oh, center point five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sent me that. Point five. There you go. Yeah. And. Can, can we talk about can we talk about for a sec? Can we talk about for a sec? JJ Reddick has been owning Stephen A. Smith, and I have loved every fucking minute of it. I haven't seen that. Oh my dude, I have to send this to you. Like, like Stephen A, you know, I, I don't know where I know I'm getting sidetracked. Stephen A, oh, I know everything. I I have reporters everywhere, I have sources everywhere, species people very close to me, people I'm very intimate with. I don't care. I am critical of an every NBA player. JJ Reddick on first take consistently has been. I like has just been destroying this man, and I love every minute of it. ESPN, I doubt you're listening. Keep JJ Reddick going. Let him go. Pay Stephen A to be the guy, but JJ Reddick is slowly becoming that guy, and I love him very much. Put him on first take together. Get rid of Max. Yeah, well, no, Max is gone. You, oh my is God, he- you you don't know this? It was a Let huge fucking thing. Stephen A. For, Stephen A. Forced Max out, so now it's Stephen A. With like a rotating heart with a like a with a carousel of of uh, co-hosts. Like you had Michael Irving on for football season. He's had oh, JJ Reddick on. I saw I saw Richard Jefferson and Kirkins R- on. RJ doing that shit. Like, yeah, like it's I just I, JJ Reddick is quickly gonna find himself in a body bag at ESPN. I don't know what kind of money Rockless can offer him, but please come on the show, JJ. JJ, hit us up at Rock With Us the Pod. Yeah. Uh, all right, so I'm sorry you you were you were talking uh, Ben Simmons being a point five. So yeah, I think I think we kind of started at the ends, right? Where we look we looked ahead just now. Looking yeah. back, like what we were actually getting out of James Harden, the guy came into camp overweight. In this article, they were talking about how 
Uh, you know, Harden's got that party lifestyle, and maybe that was sustainable in his 20s, but as a 30-plus-year-old player now, he's showing, like, rapid signs of decline, especially with the rules changing, not being able to create shots for himself and go to the free-throw line often. You know, like, it, it just kind of seems like the best days of James Harden are behind us. And Ben Simmons, as long as he can get his his head on straight and he's not like Mark Markel Fultz or something that just completely forgets how to play the game of basketball and takes years to redevelop, I, I mean, I think that it'll work out. I think that we're going to wind up looking back a couple years from now and saying, "Damn, you know, we kind of we kind of saved ourselves." Because otherwise, if James stays and let's say we lose in the playoffs this year, which is looking very likely, then after that, he could leave. Next year, you lose Kyrie. KD forces his way out. Maybe you salvage some assets for him, but this allows you more, more opportunity to build for the future. And, um, and we'll see what Harden can do in Philly. That's a whole other story. So was it you that sent it to me that Harden came here? Harden came to Brooklyn and, like, thought, like, how they treated him in Houston was going to carry over to Brooklyn, where, like, they were going to run the offense through him and, like, let him. Uh, you sent that to me. Did I? Yeah, okay. you sent that to me on Instagram. Uh, right, 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 okay. Hey, and, like, I just, like, who, uh, who who, in their head thinks, yo, I'm going to play with Kyrie and KD, and I'm going to be the number one option? Like, who, like, just in, just in their head, like, who the fuck thinks that? Kyrie and KD? I, I, Go ahead. I get it from a competitive standpoint. You want to be the guy. You want to be no, the, of course, the, but like, the alpha male. Right, right, but like at like at a certain point That's though, you got to be championship basketball. Right, like you you're coming in to like fucking to spread the floor. Like you're not coming in to be the guy. Like you're not like mellow going to the Knicks. You're you, well, you're you, you're got you're you're essentially KD going to Golden State where you learn how to spread the floor. In all in all fairness, last year Kyrie opened his mouth and said, you know, James James is the point guard of this team. So maybe he felt entitled after that, and he ran with that. I but, guess. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, think about it, though. Russell Westbrook, Chris Paul. Westbrook. Right? I mean, even Kevin Durant and Russ, when they were in OKC years ago. Yeah. He was the, he was the one who got traded. There's, we never heard any backstory as to why they chose him out of those three. But, you know, I mean, he just has an, an inability to play championship basketball with, like, I, high – not not to contradict you, but I just think I think that the reason that the reason that James got traded, I think they kind of went. To, I think they kind of had Houston was the one that came knocking, saying, "Hey, like we'll we'll take Harden," and that's what kind of led to that contract. Uh, that, that's what kind of led to that trade. Um, but no, there's something weird about Harden. Like what I remember last year when he got traded from Houston to Brooklyn. There was there were people who were coming out and saying he'll never he'll never be the guy because he doesn't have the championship mindset. The one the one um, the one th- the one ne- one of the negatives that they gave him was that in Houston, if you if like let's say they played they had a game Monday night but they didn't have another game until Thursday, they knew Tuesday Wednesday Harden was going to Vegas. Like they knew he was right. getting on a plane and going to Vegas for the day. Like I'm. I, listen, I, I'm all for like having a good time, but like that just does that sounds like someone who's just like who's living the life, which is fine, but like he can't then complain that he doesn't like how the fucking that, that how everything and, is. And oh, by the way, 
you just reminded me that to mention that he was in Houston on Wednesday. Yeah, the I, day before the trade deadline. You so and I were talk, and they, talking about this before. Like, how, like, what is there any backstory behind it? So, basically, Harden was playing both sides of the field, allegedly, right. according to this article. He was telling the Nets, Sean Marks, Steve Nash. He was he was t- putting on a face and telling them that he was going to consider resigning in the offseason and that he was fully committed to building a championship team. Then on the other side, he was talking to his agent and other agents about the potential to move him to to Philly. So basically, he was kind of he was double dipping to try and just see what the best outcome for himself would be. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's. That's why he decided to go to Houston, and I guess that's why he had the hamstring problem and the hand problem, would be my guess. Yeah, I mean, so it good riddance to James Harden. I think they said he lasted like three hundred and eighty something days in in Brooklyn. Three hundred eighty something days, but only like sixteen games or some shit. Sixteen games that KD, Kyrie, and James played in. It's it's it'll it's going to be one of the greatest like what could have been. Right. Because right. when they did play, they, I think they were something like 13 and three. They were crushing. But it's a shame. I know. Um, no, but I think that you guys definitely came out the best in um, you. You guys made you guys made the best moves at the deadline. And I think that that's I think that's something that shouldn't be ignored. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, There's a lot of moves made. Dude, there were so many moves. KP, KP leaving uh, the Mavs. CJ McCollum going to fucking going to the Pelicans. Like what? That was yeah. That was a question mark. I didn't get I didn't really that. Understand that one. The Lakers about, and the Knicks. What about Ty? You want to talk about question marks? How about Tyrese Halliburton going to the Pacers? You thought the Iron Fox was? We were talking about the Iron Fox. We did and to get moved to the Knicks, and it's Lottie like, it winds up being Halliburton who gets moved. And, like, and, and they send Demo- Julius Randall for Halliburton. They, but the what I don't. Indiana was Indiana was open to Indiana was open to getting rid of Miles Turner and uh, Zabonis. Like they're those are like their two guys. Like they're open, like saying like, hey, like we're done. Like we'll like, we'll rebuild. I don't get why you bring back a potential superstar caliber player and Tyrese like that. I don't, I, I don't get why the Kings. It, it's about filling a premier position. Point, this is, it's a point guard, shooting guard driven league. It's not right. But if, you, if you're the Kings, though, I just. Oh, the motivation to trade him away? Yeah. This like, tells me that they think De'Aaron Fox is the guy and they can build around him and Sabonis and maybe right. win sooner than the time frame you have with, with Halliburton. I guess the King, the Kings weren't, the Kings fans were not happy about the, that move. I guess. No, nah, I wouldn't have been either. And, and as, as an NBA fan looking outside of it, you're like, that's all it took. I mean, Sabonis is a nice player, two time all-star, but right. you know, I think a lot of teams could have made an equally competitive offer if they knew Halliburton was available like that. My, my move to watch is Montrez Harrell to the Hornets. That move, that I, I watched them play because I like betting on LaMelo Ball, and I also like watching him and uh, fucking what's his name? Uh, who, who's their guy? Who's their second guy? Miles Bridges. Miles Bridges, yeah. I love their watching them. goes crazy when he dunks. I love why Air Miles is what they call him. I love watching them run up, down, run up and down the court. 
the one thing they're missing is just a guy in the middle. Like they have Mason Plumley, but he's not like he's not a threat like Montrez Harrell is. I weirdly think that can propel that team. Could be fun. I was I was surprised that the Wizards, since you mentioned Trez, I was surprised that they moved uh, Spencer Dinwiddie. No, so I saw that, but this was this was weird. They they traded Trez with him. There, Spencer Dinwiddie was wearing out his welcome allegedly. Like he was like really like pissing a lot of people off in the locker room. But him and Montrez Harrell were like the big. They like they were the two biggest ones who like had beef with each other. So I'm surprised. I'm. It was almost like the organization was like, "Fuck both of you guys. We're we're not dealing with this. Like we're trying to build something here." Like usually in that situation, you, you see the org- you see an organization back somebody, and it was glad to. Do- I think they went to the locker room like, "Listen, we don't need either of these guys here, regardless of who's right or who's wrong in the beef. Like we we just don't need us in the locker room, so we're gonna trade both of them away." Makes sense. Yeah. Got a um, problem? Get rid of it. Fucking the Knicks. Did you see my rant that I posted last night? I did. I I. I feel I feel the need to continue. Um, the Knicks are horrible, dude. Like I I <clears throat> I was I was I didn't know how to feel about us not making moves at the at the deadline. Um, and then I watched the game yesterday, and uh, whatever game was the day before that, I think, and they started playing Cam Reddish. Like Cam Reddish is playing now. He, he's he's running. I saw he's, that. He's working his way into the lineup. Like Fibs is starting to use him. So I, th- I, I guess in that, I guess the thinking with them was we could trade Cam Reddish and get something for him. Um, but I guess now that just didn't happen because the Lakers, I know, were linked to him. Jose, like I, I could have cried yesterday when I made the rant. Like Bodie being here definitely helped. Why, why, why do you even still have a glimmer of hope? It's not about the hope, dude. It's not. If, like it's if it's you just win a, that game. What? You were supposed to. If you win that game, you were supposed to win that game. If you lose that game in any fashion, but especially the way, the way that, that they, they did, did it, thirty-five to eleven in the fourth quarter, then yes, you you know, it, it's a heartbreaker. But I mean, no, 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 Did you see? Did you the game? The game last night with with. But with the with the uh, Warriors and the with the Warriors and Lakers. the Lakers, like LeBron missing the free throws, like we'll get to that. That's a heartbreaker. This this, this is what the Knicks did was incompetence, pure fucking incompetence. Right. Am I blowing your eardrums out? Is that why you take the headphones off? Yeah, I don't know how to lower the volume on my headset. Oh my bad, <laughs> my bad, dog. I'm not trying to kill you. Uh, actually, I have the rocker right here. There we go. All right, my bad. Is this better? <laughs> I'm not trying to blow no, out your eardrums. Better. I'm just an emotional. No, because I had the volume on max and I was trying to turn it down. I thought ah, it was right. a laptop. All right. Either way, but um, dude, yeah, no, that say, I agree. Like, That's a heartbreaker. But it, it's incompetent. of an organization. This is just an entire failure. This is something that needs to be redone for like the twentieth time. In the it's last not year. even like, dude, like re, like redoing it. Can't, like, uh, dude, like you. This is like. Like, you need to, like, find a new, like, they need to fucking sell MSG, find a new plot of land, and fucking, like, and build a new fucking stadium. Like, like the whole, like, the whole landmark itself is just completely condemned. Like, nothing about it is good. 
It's not what Oakley played. It's not what Patrick Ewing played anymore. It's not what Bernard King did what he did. Like, dude, I just, I am so fucking over this. Like, listen, I'm, I, I was low-key. I was like, okay, we didn't make any moves because we're, we're, we're set with this team. I think it's bullshit. I think not moving Kemba. Um, I think not moving, um, I think not moving Julia. I hate Julius Randle. I'm going to continue to hate him. Depp, shout out Depp. He was backing me up in the chat between you, me, and him, how Julius is just not a good player. Like, he's not the guy anymore. Like, I, I, I'm just so fucking over this team. It's going to come down to a rebuild, and we're going to, like, RJ, not having RJ is, is difficult, but he, you know, the, the ankle injury, hopefully he, he's back soon. Dude, 35 to 11 in the fourth fucking quarter when you're up 15. I was in a point a minute. If it, if it was my team, if it was my TV, like it was t- like it's towards t- it's towards TV that I was watching on. If it was my TV, I would have broken the fucking TV. I'm like, I'm pretty fucking sure of that. It's terrible. I hate it. It's really uh, terrible. It's embarrassing. <laughs> I it, listen. I said this in the rant. If Dame Dollar was on, if Dame Dollar was playing, and Dame just went off for thirty in, in the quarter. I like I would have been like, okay, that's just a Damian Lillard doing what Damian Lillard does. And okay, you look you, you he does that, you lose that. Right. If he if he does if if he does that threes over Paul George to win a series from half fucking like that, court. That's Dame. Yeah. Like that's just Dame being Dame. I just I, I don't know. I don't know what the right answer is. I'll never know what the right answer is. Brooklyn's gonna win a championship for the next two. I don't know who I don't know what has to happen. Other than Dolan selling the fucking team like that, like I, 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 I truly you know what makes me sleep well at night, knowing that you're not a Knicks fan. No, the fact like Joseph Sy will uh-huh. spend money, he'll do it. He doesn't care. Do you miss Mikel yeah. Prokhorov at all? Only because he was crazy. <laughs> no. Mikel Prokhorov was like, "We will yeah. win championship in five years." <laughs> and, and you believed him. I know you were scared or, or of else, him, and you fucking believed. Or him. else you thought you might die. I was gonna yeah. pull up in like a, you know white Mercedes and drag you in. I know, just to take you to your execution. But I think we're in much better hands with Joseph Sai. You are. And I think like, that you're absolutely like, right. We'll win a championship, even if it doesn't happen with this current roster that we have. We'll still do it before the Knicks because the Knicks are just incompetent beyond comprehension. Can't like dude. I I like I could cry right now. Like I just I I want listen. I've seen the Mets in the World Series. I went. I've been to it. I've been to it. I've been to a game at City Field with the Mets in the World Series. Like I have hopes for them to win the World Series, but like if I go to my grave, however long that is from now, and I don't see the net, the Mets win, I'm like okay. I saw them in the dance. The Giants. I was at Super Bowl forty two. I saw it happen. I went there expecting to lose. Me and Ed. Both went there expecting to lose. I, I, I was okay with them losing, like, because I was seeing my favorite football team in the, in the Super Bowl. The Knicks, I don't have that hope. Like, the Knicks, like, I need to see them. Like, I've, like, I've seen them within a game of the Eastern Conference Finals, but I've never seen them deep. Like, I need to see one game of them in the, in the, in the finals, and I'll be happy. Like, I'll be like, okay, like, I made it as a Knicks fan. Die happy. Like literally, ninety four. So I guess Ra- they've done it in our lifetime, technically. Ra- Rangers, Mets, Giants. I've seen all of them 
in the finals of their respective sports. I've never yeah, seen the Knicks in the too. final. Uh, no, no, I'm talking about my team. So you politely eat shit. Politely eat shit. James Dolan. James fucking Dolan. Please sell the team. Like, please sell the team. Please, please, please sell the fucking team. Tom Thibodeau is a good coach. I believe that. But I don't know what the fuck. Like, I, I, I'm going to, like, you have to stop me on this because I'm just going to keep going. I'll, I'll keep going up until kickoff, you know, fucking four, five hours from now. I just, I am. We'll, we'll give you a 30 second time. Let it all out, Tim. Let it all out. Dude, I, there's nothing more to say, man. Like, I'm like, I'm, I, I've given, I, I, I've slung some bullshit. Everything from when we were still in high school together and we had Mellow and then, uh, that we went to play Indiana in the Eastern Con- uh, in the Eastern Conference semifinals, and it only Mello and Shumpert showed up, and Mello played with one arm. Like I just, I don't know what else to do. Like I know my my guy Steve Siaka, I know because it's never gonna get better. My boy Stevie That's Steps, <laughs> my boy Stevie Steps, he he listens to this. Steve, call me, bud. Help me, help me understand this, bud. Cause I don't know what else to fucking say. Like I'm looking at you, and you're Jose. You're you're smiling. I have a team. I have a hope. I don't. Th- I don't know if we're going to the finals or not. But you know what? We'll probably make it to the fucking playoffs, and I'll probably be in a banana. Banana. Breaking news into rock with us, the pod, Tim. Actually, what's up? Yeah, Adam Schefter four hours ago. Did you see what he said about Aaron Rodgers? No. Our Packers are. Prepared to go all in for Aaron Rodgers in 2022, spending as close to the cap this year and spreading it into future years as much as possible per sources. The Saints use this approach for Drew Brees and Green Bay is willing to deploy that model to further entice Rodgers into staying in Green Bay. You interrupt interrupt my therapy session for shit that I, like, people already know. In all fairness, your timer was up. And it was a foregone conclusion that Aaron Rodgers was leaving. So this is breaking news. And, you know, I I think Aaron's going to stay. And I think they're going to re-sign Devontae Adams. And I think they're going to run it right back. And I think we're going to be sitting here a year from now talking about the same I, thing. I, I can't. A year I, from now. I can't even, like, I can't even switch gears. Like, dude, I'm, like, I'm, I'm so disheveled. You're depressed. Man. The well, Knicks suck. Not to, not to grind our, your gears anymore, but. We're about to shift gears towards MLB. Well, we? no, we also got we also got to, we also got to talk about the major uh, the major event in history that happened last night that no one fucking knew was gonna happen. Tell the people what it is, Tim. <laughs> you tell you what it is. LeBron breaking the all time LeBron breaking the all time scoring record. Banana, like, did, banana. did you know that was a th- did you know that was gonna happen? Did you know that was like close to happen? I knew it was gonna happen. I didn't think it was close to happen. I, I had no idea. I didn't even know that he passed Carmelo. To be honest with you, dude, I didn't know. He, like, I felt like when he when he was when he was gonna hit thirty thousand points, he wrote that open letter to himself, which I thought was stupid. But like he like nothing was happening. Not like not like ESPN wasn't riding him. Like I like just I. No the one. Lakers are no good. Lakers the are Lakers bad. suck, but like this would be the thing that like, like listen, they they suck. Yes, era. They, no, this would have been the thing for them to fucking like for them to suck. 
we have LeBron. He's going to break the record as a Laker who's held by a the record that's held by a former Laker. Like, I, f- I feel like it was just, it was completely, like, it was a complete fucking miss, and I don't quite get why. Agreed. The other thing that I think, Tim, uh-huh. you think LeBron's sitting there right now thinking, hmm, I just got the scoring title. I've got all my championships. I got nothing left to prove. Things are only getting worse here. At what point does this guy just start to consider retirement? And he when wants he to does, play with is it, is it, it going to be? Who knows, man? Is he no, he's come out. Him? He he has come out and said he wants to play with Bronny. I know, but like, if he's not having success between now and then, I could totally see him just being like, you know what? I've had enough. I got you know. I, I'm not thirty six or he's thirty seven. Let's go to the Google. I think he's. He's going Eight, out there. 84. He's born in 84. He's 30. 38. He's 38 this year. So he's 37 now. When's Ron Braun's birthday? December 30th, 1984. December 30th. Ah, so he's a young, young 36. Uh, not 37. 37. Excuse me. I, dude, I just like, but that, but then. But then I mentioned it earlier. Listen, uh, LeBron can have all the accolades he wants. He they they went in with a depleted team to Golden State, and they had a chance to send the game to overtime. And LeBron misses the first free throw. Like, I, I'm sorry. Like, I, I'm sorry. Like, it's just like that's the kind of shit that pisses me off. Like, he, he did. You know, you missed you missed a free throw. Like, you missed a free throw like that. A critical fucking free throw. And everyone still rides his dick. Like, I'm sorry. Like, it's just. Jordan Jordan wouldn't have missed that free throw. Jordan wouldn't have missed that free throw. Missed that free throw. But Jordan had a different skill set than LeBron does. LeBron's never been a great free throw shooter. That's always been one of his Achilles heels. But the guy, the guy was on a streak of like 20 something straight 25 point games. He was the only guy on that team that you could say was actually putting in max effort and and, uh, you know, helping his team win, succeed. Yeah. Nobody else on that team is doing that right now. AD. AD is the only one. And AD now, all, and now, all, low. and now, Braun and AD. Westbrook's getting benched in the fourth quarter. And now he's blaming his back injury to being benched. And, like, he's like, I don't, you know, I don't know why I'm being benched. You're being benched because you suck. Like, you're not helping your case by any means being on the floor. And if that's the case, they should have just traded him. Why did, why are they keeping him? Allegedly, LeBron's got a small window. You gotta, you gotta put every chip to the middle of the table and try. And Houston win. was Houston was ready to do John Walford, Russell Westbrook straight up, yeah. and I weirdly think that would have been a great fucking draft, a great trade. No, you would have been trading apples for apples, except that- one apples rotten already. John Russell. Like- Russell's a free agent at the end of this year, though, so all that money comes off his book, whereas Wall has one or two more years left. I believe Westbrook's under contract until next year. Spo track. Yeah, call him up. We're gonna do a little little fact check. Yeah, I just it, like I like I. John Wall's not gonna play in Houston. I get that. I weirdly think that. I weirdly think there's something left in that tank that someone's gonna trade for one day. And it's good, and it's gonna be, and it's gonna turn out to be the trade of the century. Sh- sensory. Sh- century, 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 
can't speak less it. All right, so Russell has a player option next year for $47.5 million. If he's a smart man, he's going to pick it up because he's not going to get that on the open market. Probably not. No. All right. I mean, we, we, we discussed everything relevant NBA now. Uh, all right. I, we got MLB now. MLB just keeps kicking us in the dick. A little bats and balls. Uh, like, all right. So they can't you, – you and I, we got, we got the message from pals the other day. They made the announcement that a university DH had been agreed to and draft compensation had been reworked to like to an agreement. But nothing else. Style system, right? I think so. I think some. I don't know the details on that. The, the headline was the university DH because we're never going to see Bartolo Colon hit a home run again, which is a little sad. Um, what's your like? What, what's your opinion on univer- university DH? I, I'm like I'm conflicted on it. What? I think that they just kind of dangled this out there for us to try and satiate fans, right? Because everyone's really. No. I just lost Jose, everybody. I don't know what that, I don't know what happened here. Uh oh. Let's see. Let's see what's going. Uh oh. 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 All right, I'm going to call him. I'm going to see what happens. Yo. You're on the you're on the mic. What happened? I'm on the mic. Yeah, I'm holding the mic right by the right by my phone. Wait, let me back into the Zoom meeting. Oh, you're in, Okay, cool. All right, hang. Yeah. All right, cool. Yo. Yep, audio works. What the fuck? What was that? Uh, my laptop just decided to start restarting, so it was closing out apps, and I hit cancel. But Zoom had closed out before I hit cancel, oh. so I guess my computer just decided to go into restart mode for some reason. I have no idea why. That was so bizarre. I, I, was, I wanted to know. I was, I was I was prepared to bow through that. I was prepared to bow through that. Yeah, I'm guessing you stayed in the in the meeting, right? Nothing I did. I, I kept talking to the fans. That's why I I, I was gonna maybe go on a ramp. But I heard the airtime. Uh, I didn't even feel anything. Will still be a consecutive thing. I didn't feel anything. Um, uh, yeah. So what were we, we were talking about Universal DH. DH. Yeah, so it feels like they just kind of dangled this out there for fans to chew on for a little bit while they, you know, go back and forth and try not to release the fact that we're not going to have games on time this year. I was ta- I, I was talking to a friend. I was talking to a friend about this. I think it was Thursday night. I want to say Thursday or Friday night. And it's almost like MLB saying, like, hey, we're working on it. Like, we're making progress, but we're not there yet. And I, I'm just one of those people, like, don't find me and don't find me until it's done. Don't find me until you have everything to tell. Me. So like I kind of I kind of took it as like a tease. I hate I hate that it was a tease. Um, right, and it's kind of ironic that we got that information, and then shortly thereafter we got the information that the the most recent meeting was a complete dud. Yeah, yesterday the the players and the and the owners um, the owners made an offer uh, on the counter offer that they, that the players had originally made, and the players weren't. The players didn't like it. I really like 
a- after tonight, I'm not going to be able to say pitches and catches report in two weeks, dude. And I'm like, I'm like, I've lived without, I've lived without football. I've lived without basketball. It's a great day, hockey. but it's also a sad day. I've lived without hockey. Like I all through CBAs. I've never lived without baseball. And dude, I'm not going to lie to you. Do you remember the lockout that the that the NBA had in what was it, 2010, 2011, something like that? Yeah, I think it was 2010. I like 2010, 2011. Like that lockout, dude. Like if that type of lockout extends to the summer, and like I have nothing to watch, I don't know how I'm gonna handle it. Like it'll it'll feel like COVID lockdown all over again, and it's just it's not gonna be good. Well, I mean, I think at most you're going to be looking at a month, two months. Your lips to God's Hopefully we'll be able to get, hopefully we'll be able to get at least a hundred game season. And if games do have to be missed, that would be worst case scenario in my opinion, but obviously it could be worse than that. But the fact that they, they're talking more consistently, like after the holidays was, we still don't know when there's going to be a meeting. Oh, there's going to be a meeting a week from now. Oh, there's going to be a second meeting a week after that two weeks after that. And now it seems like we're finally having some consistent talk, you know, a couple times a week, it seems like at least. So if they keep this momentum up, eventually you got to, you know, you got to come together and find something that works for both sides. And it seems like the player representation is strong. There was a hundred guys in Arizona when they had a meeting over there. Um, I think you know, everyone, everyone wants to get a deal done. I just don't exactly. know. They're all coming to the table motivated. Dude, I just, I like, I don't. Everyone's got a, they got a really horse don't. in the race. They got skim in the game. You know, it's a business at the end of the day. People okay. got to keep making money. I know. I just, the billionaires can last longer than the, than the, met, than the players can. That's the only thing. That's the, those. Oh, good God. I mean, like back to the universal DH. I love it and I hate it. I love it because it adds an extra guy to the lineup. You know, the, the pitchers, um, you know, the pitchers aren't great at hitting. DeGrom, Jacob DeGrom, the goat, uh, hurt, his, hurt his elbow last year on a swing. So I kind of am okay with the universal DH being used for it. Um, but then also, like, it just, I feel like it takes something away from it. Like, it takes double switches. It takes, like, the, you know, the lower part of the line. Like, you know, you, you go, you're going into a game. You're going into the bottom of the ninth, five, uh, you know, down five, three, and you have the seven, eight, nine hitters up. Like, it takes away, like, the, oh, who are they going to send the pinch hit for the pitcher? Like, is it going to be, what's it called? Is it going to be? Is it going to be interesting? Like, I just, I, I think it's good and bad. Uh, I'm going to be interested to see it. It gives Dom Smith a spot on the Mets, which pipes me the fuck up because I love Dom Smith. Um, I don't know, man. It's going to give a lot more jobs to a lot less athletic people. And it's also, it's going to open. Guys like Nelson Cruz. It's it, Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, it, it's going to open the market to a lot of guys to, like, really – I think I think LA is going to be something interesting. Like people, like teams with money at the deadline who need like a good DH hitter. I think it's going to be something very interesting to watch. I think it's going to be something like that. LA lineup with a DH. My like, God, that, I know the way that team spends money already is incredible. 
I know, and now right. they'll go out and they'll give they'll give yeah. Nelson Cruz ten million dollars to fucking come or, and or even just using it as a rotating spot to to you know give your players a day off, a half yeah. a day. Guys like Tatis, who at a young age have spent a lot of time on the IL already. Uh huh. Or if you're the Dodgers with Mookie Betts, you know, there's it's gonna it's gonna be really good for uh, I think for health and safety reasons and the MLB as well. I know. Um, all right. I mean, this was good. I think this helps us. Um, th- this helps us long term. Like I said, um, we're recording this. It's, it's 2 o'clock on Super Bowl Sunday. Been at this for about an hour. We're going to hop back on at some point, either uh, at, at some point before Tuesday and, um, a- and record our recaps with the Super Bowl. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen. Jose, final prediction right now, and hopefully, you know, f- future Tim and Jose will have a good conversation about this after. But final, final prediction right now. I'm going to say 27-20, the Rams. Did, so 27-20 Rams. Okay. Yeah. It like down to the wire, or do you think? Um, I I know. In fact, that I would. I think that it will be like. 27-13, and the Bengals will try and put some heat on the Rams and get gain some momentum, get a touchdown maybe late third quarter, early fourth quarter, and then you have the back and forth, got to get stops before we hit the two-minute warning, you know, and then, it, and then ultimately I think that that comes up short and the Rams just kneel down a couple times and win the game to run out the clock. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Hell of a ride did, for the Bengals, though. Did you see the? Uh, did you see the uh, Simpsons thing on the Bengals? They played L.A. and it was thirty-four, thirty-one. And Bar and uh, Homer Simpson is a Bengals fan. I hope that's correct, dude. Thirty-four, thirty-one. Who in favor of the Bengals? Bengals. Damn. Might have to throw a little kashish on that, dude. I. You got I have, any good prop bets that you like for this game, Tim? I have nothing yet. I made it a point that I wasn't going to look until today. Nice. The only thing that I took was Uzuma, first time, first TD score, and um, I doubled down Van Jefferson first TD score. I what's it called? I my my one and only bet right now. It was plus five. Oh my god, people, leave me alone. It was plus five thousand for uh, opening kickoff return for a touchdown, so ten to win five hundred bucks. I don't expect it to hit, but if it does, it does. Like, I just, like, it's plus 5000 Like, I have to put $10 on it. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Yo, heads or tails? Tails. Let's, let's ride. Ta- tails let's, never fails. Let's ride tails together. You know, I'll put it in right now. What are we, how much I'm, are we putting on it? 50. What do you think? I'm going to look for it right now. Minus 105 on DraftKings. Maybe we should do the outro before, <laughs> before we post this. Wait, Jose, Jose, I, I got a bet between you and me. Heads I win, tails you lose. Uh, yeah. Shout out Brendan Orr teaching me that. All right. Um, oh, no, I can't find it. Oh, my God, people. Novel Res- respect novel. the vlog. God damn. I can't find it on my thing now. Fuck. 
I'm going to shoot been tails for out of the last seven years. Oh, all right, here we go. Heads or tails plus my uh, plus minus one Oh four. I'm going to do tails plus one Oh four. No, minus one Oh four. Uh, minus one Oh five. All right. Uh, all right, $10, $10 on tails for me. 10 bucks? Yeah. All right. Um, well, do you, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, it has a, it has a um, who wins the coin toss, Cincy or the Rams? I think the, I think I the, that as well. I think the Rams are considered home because they're the higher seed. So Bengals choose. I think, what do you think? Well, it depends who wins the coin toss. This is strictly 50-50. This is the coin toss, this is the coin toss winner. Who calls it? Who calls it? That's what I'm saying. I think the Bengals call it because I think they're technically a road oh, team. They're road. The Bengals are calling it. At, and Joe, and Joe, Joe Burrow, Burrow seems... Tails never fails guy. Joe Burrow seems 100% like a tails never fails guy. And we took tails as the coin toss outcome. So I think we got to say coin toss winner is the best. Wait a minute. Yo, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. I want to see something. Oh, I can't get you out of this box. Um, I was going to say, can we parlay it? Tails and, oh, no, you can't parlay it. I'm saying to a fuck. All right. Tails and bangles to win. Tails and bangles to win, but I, I, I can't parlay it. So, all right. So. Bengals to win the Bengals to win the coin toss ten dollars. I'm putting it down. Uh, I can't either. You're doing. You're gonna lock that in. Bengals. I lock both of them in. So right now I have I have tails. I have Bengals to win the coin toss, and I have yes for opening kickoff return for a touchdown. Cool. That's gotta be a nice one. Ten dollars to cash out at five ten. Uh, I put $18.92 because I don't like weird numbers. All right, no worries. Rounds three. All right, man. Time will tell. Um, I, should we end the show right now or should we like – because I feel like we're going to put the Super Bowl reaction – we're going to put the Super Bowl reaction before this. If it's possible to do that. Otherwise, we could just release this and then, you know, do two short episodes this week, give people double the – Double the value. Nah, it fuck it. All right. Well, all right. Surprise the people. Well, we'll end it now and then we'll see where it goes. All right. So, I mean, we had a, we had a good talk. I'm very excited for the Super Bowl. The comments finally here. I love it and I hate it because that means that, you know, that means the football season is over. Next Sunday, there's no football, which I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. Um, this was a good talk, man. I, 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 I feel... I, I feel I feel better, especially after the whole, you know, fucking Knicks thing, which we won't talk. Yeah, about. there was a second there where I was wondering if the show was going to go like six hours because Tim was oh, just. Could have been. I, I, I could talk about I could talk about the Knicks all day. I could talk about the, I ran about the Knicks all day. We all know you can. I know. All right, guys. Thank you for rocking with us. We appreciate the fuck out of you guys. We hope you guys enjoy the Super Bowl. Like, like, I said, like we said, we will be back recapping the events of the Super Bowl. Jose, you got anything? Nah, I'll probably post the poll again, see who uh, everyone's taking in the Super Bowl. Yep, don't forget to like and subscribe. Hit us on, hit us on uh, Spotify. Let us know what you're thinking about. 
Let us know, what you, you know, hit us on Instagram. Let us know what you're thinking about the pod. Give us your Super Bowl predictions. We're going to put polls up. Uh, let us know what you guys think of the informational stuff that we've been putting out. We did a lot on NBA trade deadline day. Um, let us know what you guys are thinking about. We want to hear from you guys. Um, again, like and subscribe. Hit the pages, YouTube, Instagram, Spotify. Links are all in the description on Instagram. At Rock with us, the pod. Jose, you good? We're good. Hit the music. Why don't you talk tonight? Drugs got me sweating, but the room getting colder. Looking at the devil and the angel on my shoulder. Lean with me, pot with me. Get high with me if you rock with me. Smoke with me, drink with me. Lean with me, pot with me. Get high with me if you rock with me. All right, we pick it up. Uh, if you guys listen to the show, you guys know that we recorded our first, uh, the first part of our episode uh, this past Sunday before Super Bowl, um, you know, in an attempt to save us time a little bit today. Um, I'm not gonna, be, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. We really don't know where to pick up. We, well, we know where to pick up. We don't, we just don't know how this episode is gonna play out. It's Tuesday. Exactly, we're gonna spitball. So Tuesday, it's 12:45. We were. This part of the show was truly de- just dedicated to the Super Bowl, but we have some late-breaking news that we feel we, we I want to address because I have a take on it. I haven't told Jose yet, but it affects something near and dear to Jose's heart. Uh, it's just been reported that James Harden was asleep at the wheel and didn't file his paperwork in time to pick up his option for next year, which was a crucial point in the Ben Simmons-James Harden saga trade. I have a weird take on this. Jose. Like, you, you think there's nothing wrong with it, right? Um, I think that you're going to know what you're getting out of James Harden by the end of the season anyway. And I don't think it's going to be great. I don't think it's going to be as great as everybody thinks. So I think this might actually wind up playing in Philly's favor. I disagree. I think it, because he's still an asset that could have been traded. I think James Harden is a snake. I think that he intentionally we knew didn't that fuck. Well, I think he intentionally didn't file. I think he he could play the oh I I just didn't get it done in time. But hey, type it. He's knocking on my door. Uh, I, I you know just playing the oh I didn't we didn't get it done in time. Da, 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 da. He was saying whatever the fuck he could to get out of Brooklyn, and now he doesn't want to be he, he doesn't want to be tied down going into the going into free agency this year. I think he's a piece of shit. I think that. I, I, I think that he just dicks Philly over, and I have a feeling Philly's going to have a big fucking problem with it. That's one, just thing, my... one thing I heard was that James Harden's really enticed by the idea of free agency. This was I think, every, I think every basketball player. I think every because, basketball player, is but especially him, because he hasn't he hasn't been a free agent basically in his entire professional career. He was locked Never. down by OKC, then traded to the Rockets, right? Re-upped there. Yep. And I think this is what his fourth contract. Something like that. No, I think so, it's his third. The, the he, free agency. Be excited to see what he can put together. Like, yo, I see all these guys around me. KD, Kyrie, um, Kevin Durant a few years ago going to the Warriors. They, Everyone's putting together these super teams. And he's like, maybe I can get together with somebody else this offseason. I don't know who the notable free agents are this year. but Or I'll go team up with someone in L.A. or something. I don't know. I he just. Probably, he probably loves that idea. He he, hundred percent does. And but now the one thing 
that I don't know if it's legally binding. I don't know if it was just a handshake agreement to have him pick up his option for this year because he can still pick it up once the season ends. That's one thing that is that has been reported or he can rework or, or he can rework a, uh, a, a or he can sign a free agent deal. I just, if he either way he's got the power. Either way he's got the power, but if he, if he if he leaves Philly in the dust, I think he'll forever, he'll forever be known as just a piece of shit like I don't know. I'm just I, I'm I'm someone who, you know, I firmly believe when you give your word, your word is your bond. If James agreed to pick up his free agreed to pick up his option to get out of Brooklyn and now he, you know, is the, maybe by his own doing locked in this situation where he doesn't have to. I just I, I don't see him doing the right thing here. I don't. I don't on any level. And that and I'm not afraid to say that. Well, you got guys like Bradley Beal, Zach Levine. Uh Zach Levine. If Zach Levine options. plays anywhere other than Chicago next year, I will be uh, I'd be I'll shocked. Be, I'll be shocked. But who knows? Maybe he hits one of these guys up. Bradley Beal, hey man, you're frustrated in Washington being the guy. I've been the guy my entire career. Let's go team up in uh God knows where. I yeah. don't even think of a city. Houston, let's go back to Houston. And that's so that's one thing that I thought of. The second thing that I that I consistently think about in this situation is I remember when Harden was trying to force his way out of Houston, he was saying that he had no confidence in coaching and in Daryl Morey, the GM, to put winning players around him. And now all of a sudden, a year from now, you guys kissed and made up. And was Daryl Morey still the GM there? He, he up until the last year, I thought so. No, I thought he because D'Antoni wasn't D'Antoni wasn't there anymore, right? When no. when James got fired, I I, I think he's the season without D'Antoni. I I think D'Antoni and Maury were both gone, which is why Harden wanted out. Googling it right now. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Thirteen years. October 2020. So that would have been after the bubble. Well, yeah, that, that would have been three months. That's the October before Harden got traded. So I th- think that means that they, they either either Maury left or they fired Maury from Houston. And that's why he. Yeah, that's that's why that, that's why he was like, yo, fuck this amount. So I, th- I think him and Maury's relationship is perfectly fine. So they're good. They're tight. Yeah. Maybe they're saving grace. But, yeah, just felt the need to address that only just because it's brand new information and, you know, it, James Harden, the snake that he is, is, you know, it's going to be interesting to see. Um, now to the big topic of the weekend. I'm, I'm pause, not calling. Pause. Hit the, hit the music. We hit the music already. We did this the music. We didn't we do the music already for it, but we did it already in the episode. We did it twice. We did it twice on Sunday. Oh, I see. We're just continuing. <laughs> this is going to be. I have no idea. That's it. That's the thing. I have no fucking idea how this is going to play out. Oh, I didn't realize that's what we were doing. I know. But now that you, we didn't post it. Yeah, you're right. Oh, fuck. Well, now, now, now do we, I feel like now we need an obligatory hit the music. <laughs> just hit the music just because? Obligatory hit the music. All right. Hit the music. Why don't you talk tonight? Drugs got me sweating, but the room getting colder. Looking at the devil and the angel on my shoulder. Lean with me, pop with me. Get high with me if you rock with me. Smoke with me, drink with me. Lean with me, pop with me. Get high with me 
was an obligatory hit the music brought to you by Jose. It was more like an intermission. No free absolutely. ads, but somebody sponsor us on that in the future. Yeah, absolutely. Free ads. No free ads. Um, all right. So to recap, uh, we've talked everything NBA. We talked everything MLB. Just not uh, feel like we need an obligatory moment of silence for uh, today. It was supposed to be the day that pitches and catches reported. Dude, I, I saw that tw- I saw the tweet waking up this morning from Jeff Passan. I didn't want to get out of bed. I was so I was so upset. Yeah. <laughs> like we're not gonna like I can't I, I love basketball. I love hockey. I need baseball. It doesn't like, necessarily mean that baseball won't start on time. It just means we have a delayed start to players being able to ramp up with their teams. We could still have an accelerated spring training and like I don't want an accelerated spring training because that's how guys get hurt. Right. I agree. But unfortunately, I think that you're going to be looking at because you also still need free agency, too. You also still need free agency. It's going to be like a one or two week frenzy for free agency. And then you're going to have to jump right into the season. Not right into the season, but into some sort of training camp. But it's going to happen quick. The longer they wait, the quicker it has to happen. Because at the end of the day, it's just money, right? So much money. So much money. Um, yeah, I just I was depressed as shit. Give them their benefits. Let's get the season started so that everyone can stay healthy. Rob Manfred, wake the fuck up. That. I've heard I've heard so I I just I've heard nothing good about anything in these meetings. I the I don't I don't like Zay, you know how like you know, ML, you know uh, NFL owners, you know NBA owners. I, other than Steve Cohen and George Steinbrenner, I don't know any other like MLB owners. And I feel like they're may, they may be the most out of touch people in reality. Like I feel like, like they just, I don't know. I just I I feel like this could very easily turn into like a not we're not playing baseball until July. At which point. I will start a picket in front of MLB headquarters and and picket them until they until they figure it the fuck out. Because I just it might come to that. You would come. You would go to that. No, I said it might come to that. I don't know if I'll actually be there. Oh, all right. All right. Well, I won't force you to. But I would. I could very easily see myself just standing outside MLB headquarters with a picket sign saying "Fuck you, man. Forget it. Done." Yeah. I just. I'm. I'm not. I'm not. I don't know. I think we got to give it a couple more weeks here to develop. We're still in some sort of pattern about it. I don't know. I, I, I don't have a great deal of hope. All right. All right. Enough of the depression. Um, Super Bowl Sunday was a great Sunday, but also a horrible Sunday. It was great because we saw a great game between Matt Stafford and Joe Burrow. It was also horrible because for the next six months, we have nothing to do on Sundays except go to church. And I am... I am struggling with that reality. The fact that baseball isn't isn't around doesn't help that. Um, it just it's it, it, let, let's talk. I mean, the game was great. I really thought the game was great. Other than OBJ getting hurt, the game was competitive. The game was competitive. The game like it, it was a defensive game. It was a defensive game, and I firmly believe that because you had on one side you had Aaron Donald and Von Miller doing work. Jalen Ramsey got burned. Got fucking burned by Jamar Chase multiple fucking times. 
he had one play where he got that face mask, where he got where he got that no call face mask, which I'm kind of like, all right, I could give it to him. Um, was it like a 40 yard completion that they had? It was, yeah. Game? It was it, it was it was, T, it was T Higgins' second touchdown, I think. It was, was like it, it, you know, the T T Higgins touchdown was the 75 yarder to start the second half. Right, right but it was J, it was Jalen Ramsey getting the face mask that wasn't called. Oh, I see. Yeah, that was what I was talking about. That hey, Jamar Chase did work. Joe Burrow, I dude, did you like when Joe Burrow hurt his knee? Like, didn't you think that he was like I? I, I had like flashbacks to like when OBJ hurt his knee in the second quarter. Like, I thought it was like a, oh fuck, what are they gonna do? And then he came running back out. Like, I'm so, I just I wasn't that worried, and and I had this weird sense of hope that uh, that Odell was even gonna come back because I saw him walking around on the sideline. ACL injuries are very tricky. Either one, you can't move and you like you, you had to be carried off the field or two, you can walk around like it's fucking nothing and you can and, and you know, you people think it's not that big of a deal. I did. My heart broke for Odell. It really did just because, you know, OBJ is my guy. I also made 90 it's bucks. The second off it. time he's going through it. And on top of that, it's a contract year. I think no, I I don't think it's I don't think it's that big of a contract here for him. He he's made his money in the NFL and off the field. I don't think hey, he's even come out. He already came out during media week and he was like, "I'll take less money to stay in LA." I think at this point he's just he's just chasing the chips, which I have no problem. You think he stays? I think he stays. I I don't even think that was an option. I don't think I don't think he'll want to go anywhere. He lives in LA. Like LA is his hometown. This happened uh, at the end of the season, literally the last game of the season, and it's usually about a year to recover from an ACL, so he might be done for all next year. I, I don't think that. I think that, I think that with everything, I think with the huge advances in modern medicine, and I think with OBJ just as an athlete, I really think that he'll be okay. I re- I re- like, he's not, he's not going to be ready game one. He's not. I, I firmly believe that. But I can see him being ready October, November, like right around the time. That I, and that would make L.A. even more sensible. Listen, get ready, stay ready, you know, get healthy. He'd be ready to be ready to go around middle of November, right around when the when the when the playoffs chase starts. Like, I, I think that makes L.A. even more of a option. Right. Yeah. I, he lives in L.A. He's about to have a baby. Like, I don't think he wants to go. I don't think he wants to stray too far from L.A. He's comfortable in L.A. When when the Giants were looking to trade him, he was saying he like send me to LA. LA's LA's his home. So I think that I, I don't see him taking a million dollars, but I think roughly around what they paid him, a th- they paid him three million dollars in, in they paid him three million dollars in, in salary and then like a bunch of bonuses. Like he made a million dollars off the off what's it called off winning the Super Bowl. I think that I, I think that he'll take some type of deal like that as long as he's taking a I Bitcoin be again. Surprised either way, he probably still. Now's the time to buy low, right? Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised, you know, if he stays in LA. The other thing that I would consider is you have a lot of different quarterbacks potentially moving around, like Rodgers. Who knows what happens with Deshaun Watson? Uh, I don't know if you saw what I sent you yesterday, but even Tom Brady potentially using retirement as a way to force his way out of Tampa and now coming back and playing for another team. Uh, that could be a potential opportunity. I could totally see him just like signing a one year, 
let's go chase another ring deal with whatever team one of those premier quarterbacks winds up with. If, if O wasn't coming off at ACL, I would be more inclined to agree with you. I yeah. think that given that he has the ACL and he has to focus on recovering from that, I don't think he, te- I don't think he tests free agency. I think, I, I, I weirdly think Von Miller and, oh, and OBJ stay with the Rams. Aaron, Aaron Donald might retire. So I, I saw that too. Aaron Donald, I think, let's first of all, after, after that game, I think he's in the conversation as possibly one of the greatest defensive players to ever play the game. I, 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 think, I think he's in that discussion now with all of his accolades and now, his, and, now his, and now the ring. I think he's in that discussion. We can get back to that later on. I was reading that, so I saw those reports. I saw those everything. I, I you know, I, I saw uh, what's his, what's her name, Michelle Tafoya, ask him after the game, "Is this your way to go out?" Is it, it, I think they were all looking for a, they were all looking for him to retire right there on the field. I think, or no, I'm sorry, I read something. I think it was a Sports Illustrated article that this could be a whole major ploy to because to get him paid. Because this is his la- that that was his last year of like gar- not guaranteed money, but that was like his last year, um, like in the contract. Now, like from here on out, it's very it, it would be very easy for the Rams to it'd be very easy for the Rams to uh, to cut him now. Well, not that they're going to, but it's weirdly like a salary play just because he's in th- like he's only he's only making about eleven million dollars this year in uh, in salary. He's got a bunch of other bonuses and shit like that. He got a million dollar bonus for that Super Bowl win. I know a lot. They hand, the Rams handed out a lot of million dollar bonuses after that game. Um, but I think it, it, it's a ploy to him wanting to get paid one last time. The Rams are in a tricky situation. They got to pay Stafford. I think that they. I think they got to pay Aaron Donald too because I don't think unless unless Aaron is unless he is dead set on doing this. I don't see him. I, I don't see him going back unless he gets some type of extension. Odell? No, Aaron, AD, Aaron Donald. I think, I think you have to give him preferential treatment. You have to tell him, you know, at this point, we value you. You're our guy. We drafted you, right? Yep. Um, you pick the number. And not you pick the number within reason. Right, write it, write a number down, and let's talk about it. Exactly, and then after that, I know a lot of his concerns are about family time and not being able to take care of his body to the best of his ability, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and things like that. I think you got to give him like rest days. You know, team's going to practice on a Tuesday. All right, you get Tuesdays off. You only practice Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Right, so I think I think the I think the I don't want to say the rule, but I think the unwritten rules in the NFL is Wednesday is veteran off day because every or because Tuesdays are is a universal off day in the NFL. It's everyone you know if you if you win you get Mondays off, you get Monday and Tuesday off. But if you lose, you got to go in Monday, look at the tape, and then you get Tuesday off. What I know they do in Tampa is they would rest Brady and Gronk on Wednesdays along with the other vets. Is like you know it it, it they, you know they just don't dress and they don't do anything. Hey, it's just it's just they're off there to get treatment and get other shit like that. So, like I, I, I don't see him. Re- so much stress, you need to rest it. I really, I really don't see him retiring. I re- I really, 
especially if especially if they make this huge play. I mean, Eric Weddle, he's gone. He's not coming back. That's that's one thing. But I don't. That was like a hail mary. They needed him more than anything. I know. And then he tore his pack doing it. But I don't like if they pull if they keep everybody together. I see Aaron Donald coming back one more year and running it back. Get the band back together for one last joy ride. Yeah, I they're they're gonna sign Matt and Stafford. They do, they're probably the favorites to win the Super Bowl next year. They are, and dude, the, the Bengals are getting dirted on the odds. They're like ninth favored to fucking win. I would look for them to spend a lot of money on an offensive line this year. A hundred percent. They're gonna they're gonna draft and they're gonna build a, a, an offensive line. I think they got you got Orlando Brown as a free agent. You got Brandon Scherf who's a who's a free agent, and not to mention whoever else you can find in the draft. Like I can weirdly see the Bengals just throwing all of their money at the at those two at those two guys and other draft picks. Yeah, I totally agree. I could see it. I like they're weird. realist. Did you see, did you see the last that last play of the game? Did you see that picture that was taking Jamar Chase again, burning Jalen Ramsey and was yeah. wide open? If Burrow had two more seconds, he could he, he, it'd be a very different conversation than we're having right now. Yep, I saw yeah. that. I, I think I, I think I I don't see Cincinnati as being that far off, and I hate the disrespect they're getting in the, in the odds. Tim, I have a random question for you. How was the brisket on Super Bowl Sunday? It was delicious. I made too big of a brisket, but it was delicious. I, yeah. It was it was tender. It was moist. It was juicy. You wanted in your brisket. My car now smells delicious because it smells like smoked meat. Um. Dude, it was awesome. I loved it. I love uh, it. Was deli- it, it? It took me about again. Took, took it to the firehouse. What? Well, no, I went to my friend's house. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, no, that's no. right. You went to Point Lookout, right? Yeah, exactly. No, no, no firehouse this this week. Gotcha. Um, that's awesome. I just saw something online. Uh, Odell's projected market value is around two years and twenty six million. Rams are ten mil over the cap, so they'll need to make room if they believe in re-signing. A twenty-nine-year-old Odell Beckham. He's still young. Yeah, I know, but I they're only ten million over. The, okay, so that's an easy thing. They 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 if they if they give extensions to Stafford and Aaron Donald, they can easily get under that. Like if they have team-friendly deals. No, but usually the ten mil over the cap, you actually got to shed thirty. Well, not thirty-six. It would be like twenty-three mil to get Odell, right? Because thirteen mil a year. Plus the ten that you already got. Well, no, the one, the one, the one thing about it is that the, with all these, with all these ballerinas that they have now running the the, the caps, the cap spaces, is that they can sign a player for they can sign a player to a thirty million dollar deal for one year. They'll pay him twenty nine and a half million in bonus and only five hundred thousand in salary, and then that keep that keeps them under the cap. So I think I again like cap issues are really they're becoming a thing of the past. And that's a beautiful thing about it. now the Saints is a whole different story. There's 74 million over the cap. I have no idea how they fuck the fit how the fuck they figure that out. But like a 10, a 10 million over the cap is not that difficult. No, it could definitely be a lot worse, but right. Um yeah, but it, it was a great game. I love I I kind of loved and hated the, the like all the celebrities that were there. Because I knew that, like, I'm sure that nine out of ten, like, if you for every nine out of ten, I'm sure they were gifted seats and some capacity to that game. And you I kind of with his mask. I saw Ye with his mask, and I saw Kanye, ABC. Kanye's been going crazy lately. 
with Kim and I just you follow him on Instagram? I do, dude. I don't see how he's been calling Pete Skeet. Skeet, yeah. (laughs) Oh my god. Dude, if there's one guy to be in this world, it's Pete Davidson. Like other than like suicide threats, like he like his war chest is unmatched. Like I I don't know how the hell else to like say. Like I, I don't know, I don't know what the appeal is. It's just it's I don't know if I'm team Pete. I kinda I don't know if I'm Team Pete either. I just like I'm Team MGK. Unfortunately, hey, that means I have I kind of have some overlap with Team Pete because they're best friends. But, um, like I I just dude, yay, like I <laughs> yay and Ob, yay and uh and Ab, like that was just <laughs> somebody tweeted out that they were sitting near uh Kanye and overheard him say. Hey man, do you think we could we could have poked some more holes in this mask? I can't breathe under here. And then asking his friend, if I take the mask off at halftime, do you think I'll uh, I'll lose credibility? It's like you, basically you think this whole thing is a play? That's somebody tweeted that out. Quote: This is what I heard Kanye say at the Super Bowl. Oh my god. And he was basically god. consulting his friend as to whether or not he was making a statement and whether or not he could take off the mask cuz he was hot under the mask. But I, if there's one person that, if there if, if there's if there are like some people who I feel bad for the first one, did you see Northwest face when they had OBJ? I, I keep saying OBJ. I'm sorry OBJ. But they keep having AB and Ye right next to her. Like poor Northwest, she no, looked. She looked so like, oh my god, my dad's embarrassing me, and like I think she's, I think she's old enough that she kind of has an idea of what's going on. But I like, I felt horrible for that little girl, right? Because this is all she knows, right? She probably doesn't know what normal is. No, and I don't think, and, and unfortunately, with the parents that she's got, I don't think that she'll ever know that. No, of course not. Of course not. But. Oh. It's a good thing, not a bad thing. But yeah, you, see, you saw LeBron at the game. I did. I saw him carrying his tequila. Nuts. Yeah, carrying the tequila. He was dancing at the halftime show. Fifty Cent got fat. <laughs> I got no other way to say it. Fifty Cent looked. He looked a little chunky. And when he started singing, I mean, you had like the instrumental just like pounding in the background, and then you just hear Fifty go, go, go. Go, 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 go but it Sean. wasn't like it wasn't it wasn't like booming like it should have been. Should have nah. been. Go, 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 go. Did you, you know? see, did you, it see really soft. It did you see the video of Snoop, Uncle Snoop fucking smoking a number real quick yes. before this? That was hysterical. That was so that was like I, I like I expected nothing less of it, but I really would have figured he would have burned that he would have burned one back like in a in a, I thought in he would have done it on stage. Oh yeah, I could have seen it's an open air stadium, right? Not technically, like it's weird. Like they have like like there are no doors to it, but it has something covering the stand. It has something covering like the entire stadium. There's something covering the stands, but the the field is open, I believe. No, dude, I'm telling it's like it's like it's like one giant like reflective glass off the top of the stadium Uh, that keeps the sun out the entire thing. But like it's like it's built it's built separately from the stadium. God, yeah. It's it's weird. I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. Um. What do you think of the halftime show? What do you I think thought, of? I thought it was it was accept. 
I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't think it was great. I didn't think it was any like top all time show. I calendar. think if you, I think if you were there, it was probably great, but it didn't translate to TV. Probably, you're probably yeah. right about that. Which is it's tough to have a live concert on TV, but judging no, from what we've seen in other Super Bowls, I mean, it fit my personal music interests. So I was more invested into it, but I think a lot of people would say like J Lo and Shakira was probably still better. Nah, I hate both of them. I but hate J. I hate J Lo personally. Was not into it, but I think the consensus would be that a show like that was better. Maybe even the weekend last year. The weekend did pretty good. Yeah, well. let's. I had not been to the weekend last year. The weekend, like the weekend, is making Kanye look uh, look sane. Um, <laughs> what was I going to say? No, I was upset. I, I glad, I'm glad that M played Lose Yourself, but I, fa- I thought I banked. I would have bet money that he played I Need a Doctor because that one, that one line at the, end of, at the end of his hook, at, on, and he's like, get up, Dre, I'm dying. I need you to come back for fuck's sake. Like, and then Dre coming in and saying his piece, I thought would have been, been fucking great. Yeah, that's not a Super Bowl worthy song. You can't say fuck, but like, it, like get, you know. call me. Oh, they needed multiple doctors. That wouldn't really fit the profile. I thought it was interesting that they let the East Coast guy close out the show and not like Snoop or Dre. Yeah. Right? You're in LA. Pay some homage. Give them the respect of closing out the show in the home stadium. I saw the video. I saw the the thing. There were weird speculations that they were going to have a hologram of Tupac for the. I saw that too. I was kind of ready for that. Oh, that too. I saw a drinking game. And it was take a shot if there was a hologram of Tupac. And then it was take another shot if you see Snoop Dogg smoking on stage. I like, but yeah, like, I thought it was cool. I thought it was a good game. I thought it was a great game. I, so I mean, where do they go from here? I think Matt Stafford, this super, I think this liberates like all the naysayers about him. I think that some arguably into a Hall of Fame conversation. I agree too. I was talking. I was talking about this with our special friend today. Um, our special friend. Think about it. Oh, I was talking. We were talking about it with him today. Okay. And he just need like he needs to pad stats at this point. But the fact that he was the quarterback for both Megatron and Ka- and Cooper Cup's record-setting years, I think that or that alone would have set him up to be. A, uh, a a a a a Hall of Fame quarterback, and I think the Super Bowl now is just gravy to it. I think, like I said, I think he just needs to keep padding stats, and I think he'll eventually get there. My question is, how much do you have to discount his stats and accolades for playing in Detroit? You know, like he wait, ask, ask the question again. How much do you have to discount playing in Detroit? Right. When you look at his stats, because he only I heard he only went to like one Pro Bowl. He was never an MVP. He never had a successful playoff run. But because he, he was in Detroit. the league in yardage. He's been in the top, you know, 10, at least consistently in I, passing yards, touchdowns, interceptions, things like that. Completion percentage. Dude, I think I, I think it's strictly because he was in Detroit. I really do. Right. But I mean. Even like the counter argument to that, I think, would be the real ones, goats, they find a way to win regardless. They had a Dominican Sue, they had a decent defense there at one point. 
you're you're not wrong. You're you're not wrong. You had Megatron, right? You had uh, a revolving door of running backs. There's been a million running backs in that team. I'm sorry. I just I am of the mindset that being being in going from Detroit to LA, like Stafford, like he's been a great quarterback. He's been held hostage hostage in Detroit. I just that that's my firm belief on that. And I think hang what I think I agree with it too. I know it's just I'm just I'm just playing devil's advocate more than no, I know. I I they're definitely gonna they're definitely gonna be like skip Baylesses and assholes like that who firmly who who believe that. I just have, I just have like, like, like the stat- best way to shut them up would be to just go out and win it again for the next year. And yeah, I think everybody would just agree he's a Hall of Famer. I, I, I agree with that. Uh, next year is in Arizona. The year after that, though, Jose, do you know where it is? No idea. Vegas, baby, Vegas. Is it twenty twenty four? They gotten it there sooner. I think it was just because they were trying to finish the stadium and shit. Um, no, but I could very easily go to the one in Vegas. Not necessarily game, but like I could be. I, I would go. Tickets are going to be. No, I would. Ra- I'd rather go to the city and just go to like Radio Row and like all the, all the things like that. We could go. We could get. We could get uh, media passes because we have the podcast. We could ask questions. We could ask Daniel Jones what it's like going from. Uh, the shitty Joe Judge and Pat Shermer to uh, to a guy like Brian Dable, who's hey, been a great now, what's it like having three head coaches in four of your professional exactly. seasons as exactly. as quarterback of the Giants? Well, you that, know, I think it's obvious that that sucks, Tim. We can get on Pat Mack. That's the answer we'd want. Yep. Right. Overall, I you know. Overall, it was a, overall it was a great game. I really I have no complaints. Um, I want OBJ to get healthy. I want Stafford to get paid. I want Aaron Donald to not retire. Jalen Ramsey sucks. I'm gonna ride. That I want train. the Bills to spend a Brinks truck on an offensive line. I want them to maybe even consider trading one of those wide receivers for some Bills or the Bengals. The Bengals. You said Bills. Uh, I meant to say the Bengals. Um, no, I think they will. I, I, I think they will. I, I think I, the bang, the Bengals are going to, the Bengals are going to be back. Joe Burrow is going to get this team back. Yeah. Well, yeah, I've heard, uh, during these last two weeks that Dan Marino was in a similar case and he never made it back. So let's hope it's not the case here. Dan Marino doesn't have the swag. Dan Marino didn't have the swagger that Joey Burrow has. There's a valid point. Period. P U R E D. Got my swagger back. All right. All right. Got anything else, Big Tim? How do you have it, man? Uh, on the game itself, I thought. It, I mean, I like that it was competitive. I'm I'm really just satisfied with these playoffs as a whole. I think a lot of people still wish that Bills Chiefs was. The, uh, the ultimate Super Bowl matchup or that we got that level of thrill. But I think from beginning to end, you know, national anthem straight down to, to the last play of the game. I think that we had a really nice Super Bowl. Um, there was never a time that I wasn't entertained. Yeah, exactly. Oh, the only thing that, that kind of let me down um, was the, the commercials. 
I didn't think the commercials were that great this year. Interesting ad by Coinbase. Uh, my Vito's made an appearance as always. We saw my, the Budweiser horse. My favorite, my favorite, my favorite. Till I die. The Sopranos Chevy commercial with Jamie Lynn Seeger, Meadow oh, Soprano, yeah. doing the drive-through jersey. The only thing I hated about it was that it was an electric car at the end. But dude, I I had one friend. I had one. I had one friend who's a Soprano head who I was watching. It was his house, whose show, whose who's, who's house I was at for the show. It was oh, Jesus Christ. He owned the house that I was at for the game, and he's also a massive Soprano fan. And the minute that the like the minute that the, the song took off, him and I locked eyes, and we didn't unlock eyes until the end of it. It was just awesome. such a great it, like I. If I had the money, I would have gone and bought a fucking Chevy, like right then and there, just strictly because of the show. Uh, the, the strictly because of the commercial. You should go buy a Chevy. I don't know. You, money you should it. get an electric one. Nah, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'll get an eco friendly one, but not an electric. Yeah. Yeah, commercials, though. They were, uh, I don't know, hit or miss. I thought miss for the most part. Yeah. But yeah, uh, no, that's, that's all I got. I know, man. Me too. I just, I guess this puts a, this puts a kibosh. Uh, this put, this closes the book on, um, on football for this year. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna have to kind of pivot from here, right? Talk yeah, man. But straight, strictly basketball. Basketball, basketball. Strictly basketball until the MLB gets off its fucking ass and gets a deal done. Jose has confidence. I do not, and I'm not afraid to say it. I. Don't know that we, I don't know that they get a deal done. And in July, when we have nothing to fucking watch other than curling or golf, golf will be okay. Golf I can live with, but not, not without baseball. Try to keep golfing, watch golfing. Well, golf, like I need to, golf, I, golf needs to be Sunday. Like the Sunday golf is best. Switching between that and hot, switching between that and, uh, and baseball, I'm picking shit. Like I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you you soak it all up. Please um, do. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. All right. That's it. That wraps up our show. Again, I have no idea how we're gonna edit this. I really, I don't. So, let us know what you guys think. So Drop a comment down below. Also, keep an keep an eye out for our Instagrams, both mine, Jose, and the shows. We might be we might be doing a giveaway. We might have something interesting that we might have might something interesting awesome. to offer. Might be something we don't know. We're still working out details of it, but. <laughs> It's free, and it's something that you guys might actually like. So, again, keep an eye out for all of our Instagrams. We'll, you know, we'll let you guys know when it's ready. We'll let you guys know when it's ready. Jose, you good? I'm good, baby. All right. Obligatory. End the show. Hit the outro. Hit the music. Why don't you talk tonight? Trollers got me sweating, but the room getting colder. Looking at the devil and the angel on my shoulder. Laying with me. With me, get high with me if you rock with me, smoke with me, drink with me, laying with me.